Hello and welcome to a very special edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of the SBC annual meeting in Birmingham, Alabama this June. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey Jonathan, how's it going? I've had a good Memorial Day weekend. It's hot, it's sunny, and the pool has been in frequent use. So uh, it, it's kind of Chamber of Commerce Memorial Day weekend here in, in Nashville. Well, it's very nice here in North Carolina. It is hot, but uh, but it, it feels like Memorial Day weekend. Yes, it does. It's same thing here. And you know what Memorial Day weekend means, Amy? Tell me. It means that we are about two weeks out from the SBC annual meeting. It does indeed. The countdown clock, like we're we're almost into single digits. Yes, yes. So uh, we are very close. We're just a couple of weeks out, and we have a packed SBC 19 preview for you today. Uh, dropping this on Memorial Day, so uh, maybe you're sitting by the pool listening to this or firing up the grill in the backyard. Uh, but we are excited for Birmingham and excited to see as many people as can make it to Birmingham. I'm expecting somewhere around 8,000 messengers on the messenger count this year. All in all, about twelve to 15,000 people will be on hand in Birmingham. All right. So you're going to call 8,000. That's you're, you're putting it on yeah, record? Yeah, that's my goal. That's my goal. I want to see 8,000. Okay. You know how I like to shoot high, even on the off years? Yeah. So it's my policy to just call 10,000 every year until we get back to it. Well, I'm going to so win I'm this just one gonna- unless I go over. I'm just going to say 10,000. Okay. Because that's what I'm hoping that. to see. Yeah. Next year, we'll see that. All right. One of these years, I'm going to get it right again. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Next year. Yes. In 2020, but not in 2019, more than likely. So it's entirely possible. People can drive in. It's a great location for a lot of Southern Baptists because it is drivable. Uh, for yes. several, several thousand churches uh, that are within two to three, four hours drive of Birmingham. So if you're on the fence about coming, make a day trip of it. Come over on Tuesday or Wednesday. And and, and if not you can, too late. Yeah. And it's not too late. That's right. You can register and everything day up. So before we get into the episode, Amy, we do want to thank our sponsor each and every week here on SBC This Week, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary up in Louisville, Kentucky. They are training pastors, missionary, and gospel leaders for service to the ends of the earth. Be sure to visit their booth this year at the annual meeting to receive one of 500 free copies of Dr. Albert Moeller's latest book, The Apostles' Creed, Discovering Authentic Christianity in an Age of Counterfeits. So Dr. Moeller's got a new book out. I have a copy of it here at the house, and I have not dug into it yet, but really looking forward to that. But it's on The Apostles' Creed, and they're giving away 500 of those free at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary booth in the Exhibit Hall. So the Exhibit Hall opens on Monday. We'll talk a little bit more about it. So be sure to get there bright and early on Monday morning. Make a beeline to the Southern Seminary booth and get your free copy of the Apostles' Creed. All right. That sounds great. You know, the Exhibit Hall will allow for a lot of giveaways. And so uh, you'll have to make sure you take a bag to get all the books and T-shirts and all the things that, that you can get. So that's an exciting one to hear about. Yeah, a lot of book giveaways every year at the annual meeting and the Lifeway store. So some great sales. We'll uh, do a big exhibit hall preview later uh, when we get on site. So we'll talk a little bit more about the exhibit hall later in the show. All right, we have the SBC preview broken down into four sections, Amy. We're going to talk about just kind of some overall info, some housekeeping type stuff. We're going to talk about the schedule a little bit. 
And then we're going to talk about the ancillary events. One of the greatest parts about the SBC annual meeting is seeing people and going to all the other events that go on. Uh, we're, we're there for business, but at the same time, we, we do like to have uh, a little bit of fun and, and hang out with different people at, at different events. And then also we're going to talk about the business section. So we, we are there ultimately to do business as a convention. And I will talk a little bit about the elections and the motions uh, that we may see coming in Birmingham. So let's jump into this right away, Amy. The overall info, first of all, you need to register at sbcannualmeeting.net. The site looks really great and is very user-friendly. There's a tab on there for messengers, and it has a section on becoming a church messenger, how you do that, messenger pre-registration, where you can actually do it online. My church did that, so it's something that I had to work with uh, the leadership at our church. Uh, they they got all the names of the people that uh, would be serving as messengers and walk through the pre-registration process. I got my information by email. So you can do all of that online and then some other, some other information about how to prepare. But everything you need to know is on that site to help get you ready. Yes. So you can register as a messenger. And if you're not a messenger, you also need to register anybody coming with you as a guest. So there's a guest registration as well at the website. And you know, one of the things that we've talked a lot about this year is the the difference in the hotels. Uh, there are hotel reservations and housing links there. You can register for that. Child care is full. Do want to point that out. So if you need child care, right. too late for that. You can't sign up at the Have site. To find either. it. So that one that one's already taken care of. But because of the housing difference this year, there was some a problem with the hotel. They had a water main break. Lost a couple of hundred rooms, I think it was. We do have some ancillary shuttle services for people who are staying across the city. So there's a lot of different places to stay in Birmingham, and there is a complete shuttle schedule in the SBC app. We have a link to the story about the app. The app is available in 21 different languages this year. Amy, they're going to have closed captioning on the app uh, in 21 languages, which is just amazing. But in the app, in the attendee resources, uh, you can check the attendee resources section. That's where a bunch of the information we're going to talk about today is going to be. But there's a PDF called Shuttle Routes. And the shuttles, there's a bunch of different shuttles. So yes, that just, you know, there's like the red route, there's the orange dot, there's the blue dot, the pink, the blue. I mean, there's all kind of all different color shuttles, coded. Right. all color coded with dots and some not dots. So the, the shuttles will be running Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The hours right. change by day, and there's some peak hours, some non-peak hours. So check the uh, the download there. Sunday, they run from 3 to 10. Monday, from 7 a.m. in the morning to 10 p.m. at night. Tuesday, from 7 a.m. in the morning to 8 p.m. at night. And then Wednesday, from 7 a.m. in the morning to 8 p.m. at night. So some of those are peak hours. Some of those are off-peak hours. All the shuttles are free to ride, but some of the areas where you have to park are uh, paid parking if you decide right. to use those. But each shuttle has two or three different stops. So do check those out and get the shuttle information if you're staying not downtown. Right. And uh, this is a reason why the app becomes very important to get now so that you can familiarize yourself with it. Everything you need to know, like shuttle routes as well as resources for the meeting itself are in it. And so you want to work your way around it. And you also need to, I would recommend, get the Uber app 
on your phone because if you are running late and you miss a shuttle or if a shuttle is full and you need that as a backup, try to use these free shuttles as you can. But the executive committee also mentions transportation services like that will be available as well. So uh, for for a cost as normal. So get yourself prepared for for these components of the meeting. Yes. And one more note about the app. There's a lot of things in there that are good to read, be familiar with, not just the shuttle schedule. There's a restaurant listing. There's some attraction listings. There's a couple of maps of the exhibit hall and the the convention center complex, as well as the book of reports. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to the the schedule and the, the business later in the show. But there's also an annual meeting program, which is basically a listing of times. We're going to go over that in just a minute, as well as the pastor's conference conference guide. So we can use that, Amy, to jump into the schedule. Sunday and Monday, the pastor's conference is in the Birmingham Jefferson Convention Complex. The theme this year, Kingdom Character President is Danny Wood. And uh, they're going to have Robert Smith, Jay and Catherine Wolf, and Ed Litton on Sunday night. On Monday, David Platt, Russell Moore, and Martin Young get the morning session. The afternoon session is Ben Mandrell and Dahati Lewis, as well as a panel. And then Andrew Brunson and Jimmy Scroggins finish it off on Monday night at the Pastors Conference. Tell us a little bit about the panel at the Pastors Conference, Amy. Uh, On Monday afternoon, there will be a roundtable discussion on racial reconciliation with Noe Garcia, Buddy Gray, Tracy Hips, Mike McClure Jr., Michael Wesley, and Danny Wood. And then there will be, in the evening, a roundtable on persecution with Andrew and Noreen Brunson. This will be right after Andrew Brunson speaks. Uh, Jim Campbell, Timothy George, Jack Phillips, and Nick and Ruth Ripken. So those roundtables will be kind of mixed in with the speakers. Uh, it's also good to note that the pastor's conference is free. Registration is not required. Although registration for the annual meeting will be open on Monday. So you can go in the exhibit hall and kind of get ready for the annual meeting itself by getting your messenger badge and all of that. But to come into the pastor's conference, uh, there's no registration for that portion. No, there's not. And uh, registration in general opens at four o'clock on Sunday. So the pastor's conference starts that evening. All right. Jonathan, I got a question. Yeah. If you, this is you, so we're not, we're not, all of these uh, speakers are wonderful, but if you could only catch one, which is the one that you're, that you want to? Jimmy Scroggins. For me, now this is, I think they all look amazing. Uh, Robert Smith, that's the one I'm hoping to catch. I work at Lifeway and Jimmy Scroggins is the chairman of the board. So, well, I should, Ed Litton, uh, and Ed Litton is, Ed Litton is on our board and, and Dahati Lewis is, I believe, a graduate. So I am excited about both of them. Robert Smith, I haven't gotten to hear in a long, long time. And I really, really want to make that one. But we encourage everyone to go to all the sessions or as much as they possibly can. Yes. SBCPC.net is the website for the pastor's conference. And you can find out more about that at the website. All right, that moves us to the regular annual meeting schedule on the 11th and the 12th. All right, so there's a lot going on there. We'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a minute, but just a couple of overview things. Uh, one thing we, we failed to mention the leading up to the annual meeting, though, because uh, we're going to have a report on this, is crossover. So I know a lot of our yes. students from our seminaries and, and a lot of people local to Birmingham and even some from outside of Birmingham coming in, going to be doing uh, crossover, which is some missions and ministry projects in the city 
There will be a report on Tuesday morning uh, about that, and uh, it says a Birmingham Schools Postcard Project. So that'll be an interesting thing to uh, do on Tuesday morning. That sounds really cool. I'll, I look forward to hearing a little bit more about that. So we'll put a link to the full program here, but you do need to uh, you know, kind of familiarize yourself with it. We'll talk a little bit more about some specific aspects, especially on the business side uh, later in the show. But I uh, do want to point out the SBC president's address is on Tuesday morning, the missionary ascending ceremony, and a lot of the business is on Tuesday afternoon. Entity reports are dispersed throughout the entire program with these seminary reports that are kind of all done together on Wednesday morning. And then uh, there's also a special recognition of Joyce Rogers on Wednesday afternoon uh, on the 40th anniversary of Adrian Rogers' election as the SBC president. That's going to be really special. Also on Wednesday, the resolutions report will be very important, uh, as well as the convention sermon by Dr. Stephen Rummage. The sending ceremony, we need to remember there's no Tuesday night session. And so the sending ceremony has been on Tuesday evening for the last couple of years. That will be on Tuesday afternoon. So make sure you have have that in your plans to be in that room. That is kind of the uh, one of the major moments for us to really experience sort of cooperation together. We will be commissioning 26 new missionaries and we get to be in the room when that is happening. But know that even though that the session goes a little later than normal on Tuesday, that's because Tuesday evening is open. So plan to be there for that. All right. So a couple of events that go on every year at the SBC annual meeting, and this kind of moves us into our ancillary event overview section of the show. Uh, but the WMU Mission Celebration, as well as the SBC Association Leaders Annual Meeting, they both happen on Sunday and Monday, along with the Pastors Conference. So uh, the SBC AL Meeting, they're going to be discussing some bylaw changes and uh, sweeping changes of the Constitution, because some of the terminology and the role of the Association Leaders across the SBC has changed. So that is going on on Sunday and Monday. And then over at the WMU building, actually in Birmingham, the up on Missionary Ridge down in Hoover, uh, they have 131 missions opportunities uh, for you to participate in at their missions celebration. It's the 131st year of missions involvement through the WMU. So they have on that Monday, they have uh, 131 activities inside and outside. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I've, I've looked at that list and they have a lot of cool things going on. So if you are able to get over there, you definitely should. Yeah, you can find out more about those activities at wmu.com slash Birmingham. It's only a $15 registration and uh, you can go over there and they're going to shuttle people from the church at Brook Hills. Not enough parking for everybody up there on Missionary Ridge, but uh, church at Brook Hills just down the street. And you can park there for free, and they will shuttle you up. Next up, we have the NAM Send Luncheon. That is on Monday during the SBC Pastors Conference. They will have stories there so we can hear what is going on from our North American Mission Board. It is free, but you have to register. So um, there's And it's a, almost sold out, by the way. Right, It, it right. may be sold so, out by the time you go to register if you're, if you're not well, already done. Well, I looked. The main room is done. There is some yes. room in the overflow. Yes. So I looked, and at least from what I can tell, the simulcast 
is still available. So there's a concert hall that the floor level, lower and upper balconies are sold out, but the simulcast in the theater still looks like it has some openings. So you can still go have lunch with people, hear what's going on live. Definitely that's something that you want to check out. Yeah, it's always one of the highlights of the year at the yes. SBC annual meeting. Yes. Also, there will be the IMB dinner on Monday night before the final session of the pastor's conference. It will be in the Sheraton and you can pick up tickets. You have to pre-order them, but you can pick them up at the IMB booth outside the pastor's conference. So that's a day where you can focus in NAM lunch, IMB dinner, uh, and you really get yourself ready for the annual meeting as you're sort of reminded of the mission efforts that are going on uh, from the cooperation of Southern Baptists. And then after everything is over on Monday, that evening, there is a panel hosted by the ERLC. Uh, they just opened up a, a few more seats in that one, so there's still some tickets available for this, but it is a panel on sex abuse and the Southern Baptist Convention. It's entitled Sexual Abuse and the Southern Baptist Convention. On the panel will be Beth Moore, J.D. Greer, Rachel Denhollander, Susan Condone, and the president of the ERLC, Russell Moore. It will take place at 9 o'clock on Monday night, so in that kind of that primetime spot right after the end of the pastor's conference, they will kick things off uh, in the South Exhibit Hall. So tickets are very, very scarce for that, but there are a few still remaining, and I would encourage everyone to uh, to be in attendance for that. Amy and I will both be at that. That is a topic that will be discussed quite a bit at the SBC annual meeting. Yes, and uh, it, it's good to remember, as we keep saying this with all of these events, even the free ones have registration processes. Don't assume that you can just show up because they have limited seating. Also, with respect to the topic of abuse, as we will be discussing it, uh, one thing I think we need to keep in mind is there is another event that is happening in Birmingham uh, right there at the convention center while the annual meeting is going on, and that is a rally that is being held by um, a group called For Such a Time as This. This is a rally that was specifically started by uh, abuse survivors and advocates of abuse survivors and uh, they want to be there in Birmingham, where we are. We have had events happen from people who have vested interest in what we are doing before uh, about a number of different topics. This will be the second year for this rally. They also held one last year in Dallas. Uh, but I think particularly in light of some of the conversations over the last year and even the last several months, we need to know and, and realize that this event is going on. I actually have talk to some survivors. They're not necessarily heavily involved in that event, although they may know some people who are. But just really asking if any of us are walking by, what do we need to do? And uh, so just thinking through some of the things that I learned from talking to survivors and advocates is that this is not one of those moments where we need to just walk by and ignore it's certainly not a moment in which any of us need, and I, I, I don't think, I think this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, uh, that, that we don't need to be combative or rude or, you know, interact in any way at all because their stories, many of them happened in our churches and we need to realize that and acknowledge that. But some of the advice that I got was, uh, to stop and listen. 
to be willing to hear stories and to acknowledge what happened to to the person you're talking to. Uh, this isn't the time to try and give advice or fix any problems. This is not a, you know, a moment for counseling. It's a moment, you know, just for listening. One thing that I found was interesting was to not, this is not a moment for really expressing anger, even if it's directed toward the abuser that they're speaking of, that this is a time for compassion and listening. Maybe share wisdom when it's appropriate. We're listening not to, not necessarily to understand because it's not possible for us to understand, but we are just listening to listen. Remember that many of the individuals that are there may have had experiences where uh, spiritual or religious language was misused. When we respond, be mindful of that, that we may be using phrases or even an offering to pray at the, at that time. That may be something that because of how it was used in situations previously doesn't get received the way we might think. So while we need to be prayerful, we just need to recognize in our interactions. I think the most important thing uh, to realize is that there are people there with very real, very difficult stories, uh, many of which happened in Southern Baptist churches, and this is a time for listening and compassion. Uh, now, some, depending on where you are staying, you know, not, not everyone encounters these events just because you may not be walking by that spot. But if, if any of us do, I thought those were some great things to remember. This is, doesn't need to be treated as anything, uh, that is combative, but is actually something that, uh, these are things that we need to know about. All right. Well said, Amy. And, and as I mentioned, that is a topic that will be of great discussion uh, this year at the annual meeting. And something else that we've seen at the annual meeting over the last few years is an increase in events specifically geared for women, uh, not just pastor's wives or minister's wives, which we've had for a while. But now we've we've had some new events uh, specifically geared toward women. Amy, tell us about those. I know you're even involved in a few of those. So give us kind of an overview of what the SBC annual meeting and the their surrounding events offer for women. Yeah, it's really been exciting to see this increase over the last few years that where it used to be maybe one or two events uh, for women, there are a ton of options. And so some women come and go to everything uh, and, and some women maybe can't because of their schedule, but they're there usually isn't at least one opportunity that works. So there are several things. Uh, first of all, there will be an SBC women's session. That's at 9 a.m. on Monday. So it starts Monday morning. It's during the pastor's conference. So a few different speakers, Noreen Brunson, the wife of Andrew Brunson, who's going to be a speaker at the pastor's conference. Uh, his wife will be speaking. Lori McDaniel will also be speaking. And then there's a panel with uh, Candy Gallaty, Missy Branch, Ashlyn Portero, and myself. So that's going to be a fun discussion. And uh, that's a three-hour event that we've had. The panel had that- is a three-hour panel? No, the whole event, all the speakers <laughs> and everything. Um, so it That'd be will- a long panel, Amy. Yes. So I think that's going to be a great time. The Women's Expo will also be happening all day Monday and Tuesday morning. So that's an opportunity. It will be outside the area where the women's session is and uh, lots of booths and opportunities for giveaways. The seminaries usually have booths there as well as ministries uh, and uh, other entities. So showing all the different opportunities that we have for women in the SBC. Then on uh, Tuesday at lunch is the minister's wives luncheon. 
And that's something that is always a highlight every year. The theme of that is steadfast and Lauren Chandler will be the keynote speakers. There's a lot of excitement about that. Now, uh, we do need to be clear that as, as far as I know, those tickets are sold out now. Yeah, they've gone. Lo- yeah. They've been gone. So it's a little bit smaller. The venue is a bit smaller than in years past. And so it has not fit as many. Um, if, if you are, are looking for a ticket, you won't find it on the registration site, but, uh, you know, you can certainly ask around to your friends and, and things like that. But, uh, but if you have a ticket for that, that's great. You're going to have a wonderful time. Also, Tuesday night after the business session is over, the Women in Work Forum, this will be the second year for that, and that's going to be a really exciting event. It will have two speakers. The theme is Stepping into Kingdom Productivity, and speakers will be Jen Wilkin from the Village Church in Dallas and Tammy Heim, President and CEO of the Christian Leadership Alliance. That was a great event last year, a, uh, a panel discussion that I really enjoyed. Be, you were that on I really, the panel. That, that I really enjoyed getting to participate in. Yeah, that's and, more like it. And I'm excited about the speakers who are coming this year. Then after the Women in Work event, you can walk upstairs to the SBC Women's Leadership Network event that I am very excited about. If you have tickets, which that has now uh, sold out, there is a wait list. But um, we actually started out with the plan for 150 and very quickly blew past that. The waiting list got really big. And so we have ex- ha- so we got a new room, bigger room. So we're going to have about 300, 350, something like that. And uh, so that's going to be a great opportunity. While we will have f- some facilitated discussion, the goal of that event is for SBC women to meet each other make connections and uh, be able to kind of lay some groundwork for mutual encouragement and support. We are very excited about this. And uh, so we'll we'll have some opportunities to facilitate discussion with each other. This is not just come and watch a discussion. This is actually an opportunity for you to participate and walk away with new friendships and relationships. So that's that's going to be really exciting. Then Wednesday morning, Southeastern is going to host its fifth annual Women's Leadership Breakfast. We have a panel that is on uh, the importance of leadership development for women. Missy Branch is going to moderate that with Becky Gardner, our board our board of trustees chair, and um, and she's superintendent of a Christian school in Illinois. Betsy Gomez, who is uh, one of our master's students. Elizabeth Graham, one of our graduates, uh, who's now at the ERLC. And Leslie Hildreth, one of our graduates, who is the director of women's ministries for the Summit Church. And then Julia Higgins. Um, not Bickley. That's right. Not Julia Bickley, but Julia Higgins will, Julia. will also get to share some of the ways in which we're working to develop leaders at Southeastern. So that means there is something every day for women. And uh, we're, we'll have links to those, particularly the ones where you can still get tickets. You need to, to sign up if you can. Yes. All right. Other events. The Lifeway Breakfast, Tuesday morning. Before the annual meeting gets started, you can get started with a helping of bacon and eggs at the Lifeway Breakfast and get ready for a full day. We will be talking about VBS and its impact on the local church, as well as uh, give an update on what's going on at Lifeway, what's next uh, for Lifeway and the future. So that breakfast starts early Tuesday morning. We'll be doing right before 
The annual meeting begins at 8 o'clock. And then at lunchtime on Tuesday, you have a couple of different options uh, that we have every year. It's the B21 lunch uh, that they have, and they've hosted, uh, I don't know, man, they've been doing this nearly 10, 12 years. It's, uh, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, over a decade, because I remember it in 2009. So it's been a long time. Panelists this year for the B21 lunch include Albert Muller, Russell Moore, J.D. Greer, Jen Wilkin, Dahadi Lewis, and Danny Aiken. I think they still have some tickets left for that one. Um, the price, I think, has gone up, but there are some tickets available for that. And then at Midwestern, they have their Together for the Church luncheon on Tuesday. And on that panel will be President Jason Allen, Ronnie Floyd, Paul Chitwood, and Kevin Ezell. So a few entity heads at that one. Another event on Tuesday night is the Nine Marks at Nine. Uh, that event hosted always by Mark Dever and Jonathan Lehman will feature H.B. Charles, Danny Aiken, and Albert Moeller, and that will be on the topic of the current state of the SBC. So should be a fascinating discussion with them on Tuesday night. Do you have to go to that since your boss is at that, Amy? Uh, usually I, I, I pop in. Usually I'm there for at least some of that. There are always several different things going on. That will be at the same time as the Women's Leadership Network event, or at least part of it. There's some overlap. And so... We, a lot of times the Southeastern team, we're spread all over the place. And uh, so hopefully I'll get to be in there for a little bit of that. Some years I've been working as a parliamentarian late into the night and don't get to, to be there for all of it. So hopefully I'll catch some. I just kind of wondered, like Dr. Rayner would do like one or two things every year. And I, I went to those obviously with him. But he never did, you know, a lot of the panels like Dr. Aiken does. So I just wonder how that works right. out for you. Yeah, the focus is more because we're a sponsor of that. Yeah. Uh, we have to make sure, you know, we have all the pieces in place. But we got a great team for that. All right. Some other related events to the annual meeting. Amy, we're just going to bounce through these pretty quickly. The Conference of Southern Baptist Evangelists on Monday will be hosting a sing-along from 4.30 to 6 p.m. So if you're interested in the sing-along, that is on Monday on Tuesday night. Uh, there's something a little different this year. New Orleans, instead of hosting their lunch on Wednesday, and we'll talk about the seminary lunches in just a second, instead of doing that, they're having a combined you know, celebration of Dr. Chuck Kelly on his retirement and doing a dinner and reception for him on Tuesday night in combination with a lunch. So instead of having two events, they're having one big event on Tuesday night, and that starts at like 6 o'clock right after the annual meeting ends for the day. That looks like that's going to be a great evening. Yes, it should be. And then the other seminaries also all having their lunches on Wednesday afternoon uh, at their normal time, you know, the noon to 2.30 spot. And uh, Midwestern this year has a panel with our good friend Dean and Sarah and Micah Fries on that panel. I'll be at the Southwestern lunch because Dr. Wagner is being honored as the alumnus of the year. So Very cool. I'll be going to that one. So I'm having to miss the, the Southeastern lunch again this year, Amy. Um, so give my ticket to someone else. We and, will uh, miss I know, you. I know, oh, I, I know already you will have. Be I already okay. have. No worries. Excellent. All right. Yes. And then, so you have your alumni lunches. There's also some state and college alumni meetings. I know the Chriswell one is Monday night. There's a dinner at um, Cantina Laredo on Monday night. If you're a Chriswell grad like I am, I've got an invite to that. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to be able to make it to it or not. But uh, some of the other state conventions have dessert fellowships and different events so you should know that from your state if they do those kind of things, uh, but check those out as well. And then that brings us to the exhibit hall, Amy. And every year, Guidestone has their big health screening booth 
as well as uh, the opportunity to meet with a financial planner or a retirement specialist at Guidestone. Yes, and really take advantage of that if you can. That's a $150 value, those health assessments, and it provides a report that you can take to your family doctor. Um, screenings for cholesterol, glucose, other uh, other things. You know, you might want to lay low on the barbecue or the pie before you go do that, um, but it, take advantage of it as you are there. There are a lot of great services yeah, that are offered. Eat half a Johnny Ray's pie, then go take the blood sugar screening test and <laughs> see see who can who can score the highest on that. Apparently, right. Um, and also, have you ever done also, that though? Have you ever done that? The the screening at I, the Guidestone screening. I actually. If I, if I have, it was back when I was really just attending as a messenger. It, a lot of times, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I don't really get to be in the exhibit hall at all. And Monday is kind of crazy. So maybe if I have a few minutes, I will do it. Um, another We should thing, do that in like Facebook sh- Live it or something. That, that would who, be weird. Nobody huh? wants to do that. Nobody wants to see us getting finger poke. That's, that's weird. I'm not doing that. You can. Okay. Um, also mission dignity Sunday is coming up just after the SBC annual meeting. And so, uh, you can actually go and get free promotional materials for that at the Guidestone booth. So this is a great opportunity to support mission dignity that provides financial assistance to retired ministers and their widows. Uh, so there, there are a lot of great things you can get at the Guidestone booth. Yeah. They're giving away coffee and a coffee mug too. I don't have a Guidestone coffee mug. I need a coffee mug. I don't have one. I don't have a Guidestone coffee mug. Plus I have coffee. One from, I think every entity but Guidestone and Gateway. We need to get this. We, I don't we think need, I have an IMB yeah. one either. I don't know if we, IMB does coffee mugs, which we need I'm, to get I'm cool this. with them not doing that. Yes. Missions money and all. Yes. So we'll see. All right. Um, well, we'll see what they've got there. But yeah, there's a coffee mug giveaway at Guidestone. All right. Some other highlights. The CP stage, Amy. You and I will be on the CP stage leading, I think I counted the other day, we each have four. We have two together and each have two independently. So that's six total events that you and I will be leading. Six total interviews, all of them except for, I think, for one. I think I have a Tuesday one, but everything else is on Monday. Right. Because somebody's big and important on Tuesday and doesn't have the opportunity to do anything on Tuesdays. Just booked up. Just busy. So, yes. Just busy. That's all. So yes. I do have one on Tuesday. You've got three or f- you've got four on Monday. Uh, right. You and I are doing a couple together. Like we said, we'll have a full schedule. That full final schedule has not been released yet. Right. Uh, we know just because we're we're hosting a couple of them, but even those, uh, they've moved around two or three times. Right. So it's looking. Uh, it is shaping yeah. up to be a great schedule, though. Oh, at the CP golly, stage. it's going to be fantastic. I can't really wait. good. So and they and they post those online. So remember, yes. If you are a messenger and you need to be in the meeting hall for an important vote, that doesn't mean you miss the CP conversation. You can catch it later. Yeah. So, uh, so these, these are great resources even after, or if you're not able to attend the annual meeting, that is live streamed and you can, yeah, you watch, can watch it, it live. Right. Yeah, so so this is, it's great. It's for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. So you can watch both the pastor's conference and the annual meeting online, and you can watch the CP stage online. So if you're sitting at home, there's no reason to miss it. I know Amy used to fire it up. I used to as well. When yes. I was at WMU, I would get a conference room and put it on the big screen and work during the day. It was fun. And if you have a dual monitor, 
You can oh, have yeah. the CP stage on one. You can have closed caption with the meeting on the other. It, In 21 it'll be different like, languages. Right. It'll <laughs> be like a whole just control room almost. Yes. So. It'll be pretty cool. Nice yes. little uh, setup there. If you um, do that, if any of our listeners do that, take a picture. Show us your setup so that we know uh, what that, that people are, are watching. So the exhibit hall, Amy, something unique about it this year. It's got two areas. There's two different That's exhibit right. hall areas and kind of connected. Kind of a, right. Kind of a split level. Yes. So situation. make sure that you get to see the entire thing because uh, it's the largest exhibit hall we've ever had, I believe. I think we have more exhibitors than ever before. Uh, that just keeps growing every year. So be sure to check that out. We'll do a big preview from the exhibit hall live on Facebook, usually on the Saturday or Sunday before, depending on how things are set up and everything, what our schedules look like. We try to get in there Saturday or Sunday and do a big preview of the exhibit hall. So be sure to check that out. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll get to see all of that. So, and don't forget Southern Seminary, 500 copies of the new book by Albert Muller. You can get that. Uh, I know a lot of the other seminaries are giving away some stuff as well, and and just a lot of the entities and exhibitors. So Amy, do you have any highlights that you have for us? Yeah, so a number of book giveaways. Southeastern is giving away several different books. Uh, you mentioned the one from Southern Seminary. New Orleans Seminary, it looks like they are giving away specially designed ceramic mugs. So Ooh. I'm going to want to get one of those. So yes. maybe, I can, maybe I can walk away with I, a few coffee mugs to add to my collection. Joe McKeever is doing sketches. We yes, should have he him is. do a sketch of us and like the podcast and everything. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Okay. Or kind of creepy. I, I, yeah, a little weird, but anyway, Midwestern Seminary is giving away some limited edition giveaways, so lots of things going on. The IMB is going to have new resources to help churches of every size play their role in global missions through praying, giving, and going, and there's also an opportunity for you to give. Uh, just $5 will buy a Bible verse for a New Testament translation for a Southeast Asian people group. So they've identified a people group that has very little gospel ask access, but there are a few hundred believers among them who are awaiting the first copy of God's Word in their language. So if you give $5, you actually can designate uh, the Bible verse that you are funding. So I think that's kind of cool uh, idea, and I definitely want to participate in that. There also will be um, the North American Mission Board exhibit, Who's Your One is the the big focus of that. So just a lot of things going on and a ton of other exhibits, you know, ministries and uh, Baptist universities, just all sorts of things. My children went around last year and got tons of giveaways. I recommend you pack an extra duffel bag in your suitcase to hold all the giveaways that you'll get. Yes. Because you, you get quite a bit in the in the uh, exhibit hall there. So a lot of great things. And, you know, spend some time in that. It's open on Monday and Tuesday all day and then on Wednesday until 1 o'clock. So be sure to get in there on Wednesday before 1 o'clock. I kind of missed it last year. We had so much going on. There was so much business going on in the annual meeting that I didn't really get a chance, I felt, to to walk around and really see the exhibit hall much. Uh, it was, you know, I got in there for about 30 minutes on Monday morning and that was about it. I, I, I was really disappointed at the end of the annual meeting whenever I realized that I had missed a lot of the exhibit hall time. Uh, so I'm going to try to make sure I get in there a little bit more this year. All right. Some other meetings going on. We have our ethnic fellowships, the Hispanic fellowship, national African-American fellowship, the Chinese fellowship, Korean, 
Fellowship, Asian American Second Generation Fellowship, the Filipino Fellowship, Native Americans, and the Messianic Jews Fellowships are all meeting and have events going on. If those are uh, an area of interest to you, we have links to every one of those, uh, Amy. And I'm just going to check real quick and see if the Filipinos will have the Cushon Delay again this year. And I don't see it being mentioned, um, the roast pig. But you never know. Maybe they'll have the roast pig again this year. Perhaps. Perhaps. Let's just hope so. All right. Now, finally, the important part of the meeting, not that this other stuff isn't important, but the reason that we get together is business, and that is elections and motions. So one of the big questions that we get every year is, how do I make a motion? What do I need for a motion? Amy, run us through how to make a motion. All right. So first of all, know that there is a resource on the SBC annual meeting website, as well as I believe in the app. I think it should be in there. And they Um, usually put it in the daily bulletin as well. Right. That tells you how to make a motion. It, It talks through all the different processes to write your motion legibly, because when you make the motion, you're going to be asked to bring it forward so that it's there for the records to go to a floor microphone at the time when motions are being considered. If you don't go at that time, then you will not be able to make your motion and let the microphone monitor. There will be a microphone monitor who is there that you want to make a motion and they will help you. So you'll give a written, the written copy of your motion to the page uh, at the microphone before you leave. You'll be recognized. You, uh, you, you state your name, the name and location of your church, and you read your motion. So there's a, there are a lot more details about the nuts and bolts of that at the SBC annual meeting website. But I want to throw, I want to make a mention of one thing. We do have someone on the team of parliamentarians that is really designated to be the people's parliamentarian. That's kind of how we say it. The Rock is on the parliamentarian group? Yes. (laughs) So the parliamentarians are there to serve everyone. And uh, so we want to help any messenger that has a question. They can come and find us that morning uh, before. They can come to the front and ask to speak to a parliamentarian and someone can come and help. Now, parliamentarians will not speak at all to the substance of the motion. It's only in helping messengers to word their motions. So that's just an assistance that we can offer. That doesn't mean we can guarantee what will happen to it uh, because we're just there to help people. But we do offer that. Now, where do they request that, Amy? Uh, typically, what will happen is someone will come to the front. If you're looking at the stage, there's sort of an area where there are a lot of desks over to the side. And so if someone goes up to the front and just gets the attention of anyone up there and says, can I, I would like help with a motion. Can I speak to a parliamentarian? They will come and find uh, someone to help. Or you can DM us on Twitter and I'll give you Amy's cell phone number. No, that is not, uh, that that's not the proper procedure. So that, that, that is, is out of order. That is out of order. Yes. So, uh, so that's just, that is a service that is offered and available. I think sometimes people think the parliamentarians are only there for, uh, one person or for a small amount of people, but really we, we're there to help everyone. So if you're, if you're trying to figure out wording, that is a service that's available to you. This tab at the SBC annual meeting site gives you everything you need to know about how you sort of walk through this process, and then uh, then your motion will be considered by the Committee on Order of Business to see 
you know, where it, where it lands in the process. So go and check that out and be ready. Be prepared for that time. There are two times for motions in the program. So make yourself uh, aware and educated about when those times are. Yeah. And that says introduction of motions. So right. uh, that's what you're looking for in the program. All right. So that's the motion side of things. We do other business as well. Much of that is the elections and also approval of committee reports, including the trustee nominations from the committee on nominations. Uh, we link to that full report. You can check those out as well as the Committee on Resolutions report and the resolutions. That's on uh, Wednesday afternoon in the annual meeting program. Some election nominations that we have right now, these are always subject to change because until they get up there and actually make the speech, these aren't official. But as of now, we have announcements for president uh, with J.D. Greer in his second term. First vice president nominee is Marshall Osberry. Second vice president nominee, Noe Garcia. Two nominations for recording secretary, Eddie Eaton and John Yates. And then registration secretary, currently Don Currents. So those are the nominations that we have for the annual meeting. Also announced is the nominee for pastor's conference president next year, David Youth. So we do have that. Now, a couple of other items of business that we expect to see at the annual meeting. First is the sexual abuse advisory group report, as well as the executive committee recommendations for what they will bring to the convention in light of their actions in February uh, regarding sexual abuse. Yes, and uh, keep in mind also that the executive committee does meet one more time before the SBC annual meeting. So those are subject to change as well. Right, and that's on Monday. There's a plenary session on Monday morning from 10 to 12. It is in the Forum Theater uh, on Level 2. Plenary sessions are open to the public, so if you want to hear more explanations of things, um, you can. Any updated business that comes from them will be made clear in the bulletin. Yes, and we will also be tweeting that out as well. I think both of us are going to be in the exhibit hall because we have CP stage interviews at that time, unfortunately, so we won't be in the EC meeting. But we will find out what goes on, and we'll be able to tweet you out anything that may have changed right. from February whenever they uh, recommended some changes to the Constitution and some other actions. So that's going to do it for the big preview, Amy. Did we miss anything? Uh, one thing I, I think we did miss, new messenger orientation on Monday yes. afternoon. At like 4, 4.30, something like that, if, if you want to go to an orientation. is from 4.30 to 6. It is listed in the events in the app. And that is something you should do if you are a new messenger or even if you've been, but you just want to brush up on the details. It's a great way to prepare yourself for Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes. So if, if you've got questions, if you want to know more about how things work, that is a great way to uh, to kind of get started and get some information and some some answers. Okay, Amy, so before we wrap this up, I got a question for you. Give me one resource that every convention messenger needs to bring with them or to to have or to know before they get to Birmingham. One resource that they need to have? Maybe it's battery charger for their cell phone. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Just what's the one item that you're like if you're going to pack something for the SBC annual meeting, what okay. would that one item be? Well, I'll say two, I need to say two. And I've already, because I've already mentioned one, pack an extra okay. bag for books, giveaways, things call. like that. And uh, ba definitely battery charger for your phone because there are not, you will search all over the place for an outlet and 
it, it's the worst panic when a vote is coming and you need you're you're losing battery, you're searching for something. Uh, don't let that happen. So the Whitfield family usually brings every battery pack we can find, and we make sure they are completely charged in the morning. All right, that's a good call. So those are those are two very good resources. All right, my I'll go with I'll go with two resources as well. Um, one is comfortable shoes. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of walking. And last year, like on Tuesday morning, I just said, forget it. I'm just putting on tennis shoes with my uh, slacks and whatever. I didn't care. And it was the best decision I made all week. So I'm saying go tennis shoes with your nice shirt and and pants if you want to. I wouldn't go tie and coat this year. It's going to be hot. It's just hot. It's going to be hot. So, hey, you know, if you want to go coat and tie, that's fine. Uh, But if not... No, no harm, no foul. Can can I point something out that I just found in the app as What'd I was sitting find? here? There is something now. Maybe this was here in years past, and I've never noticed it before. But when you are looking in the app, and it's really worth it to explore this and uh, figure everything out. There's an option called Locate Me. Yes, and when you That's click been there on before. it, I've never caught this before. That when you you can click on, um, it asks, "What are you near?" And so you can put an ex- like say you're near a particular exhibit, you can list what that exhibit is, and then what are you looking for? And it you can tell what room name or um, exhibit you're looking for, and the app is supposed to give you directions for how to get from one to the other. Yes, that's a really valuable resource. And I just found that looking. I'm sorry I missed that in the past, but I highly recommend get this app, I can't say it enough, and figure out how it works before you get there. Two final reminders. SBC19 is the hashtag yes. this year. Okay, so hashtag SBC19, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, whatever you want to do. And then second, if you are in need of a cry room, nursing room, or like a desensory room uh, for kids, we have those available this year. It's going to be on the bottom floor of the arena. So there should be some signage and everything to let you know where that is, but there that is available. So if you're wondering about that, worried about that, there is a cry room, there is a nursing area, and there is a desensory area uh, yes. that you can still kind of watch on TV and still be a part of what's going on, but not in the arena. So yes, and on on a personal note, please, uh, if if you like to listen, we would love to meet you. I have people I'm looking for. I'm going to look for Zach McCuller. And I'm looking for Nora Fullerton. So if I'm she's listening, yes. Yeah, so if, she, if yeah. she's listening right now, uh, well, I've already met Nora, but I want to see her again. So if she's listening, I'm going to be looking for you, Nora. Um, and uh, so please come and speak to us. Are we we going to release a bingo card this year? Yeah, we'll have a bingo okay. card. Have a couple of bingo cards out there. Yes. So I got to put those together because. I always kind of forget about that. But yes, I'll get those together and we'll put those out a week before so you can print those out and bring them with you and play a little SBC bingo. So, yes. And included on that will be the SBC Deep State t-shirts because that's just fun. And I, I, we like I do to have not, fun here. Yes, I do not have those, but I do have a, a shirt I have gotten just for the SBC that I'm excited about. So I saw that. You went shopping the other day. Yes, and I, I have something that I saw it. And I thought I gotta have that for the SBC. I like the message on it, so I'll I'll wait and show you that. Uh, I'll wait and show everyone that on the Facebook Live. All right, so that's gonna do it for our big 2019 SBC annual meeting preview. Hashtag SBC19. Amy, can't wait. We're just a couple of weeks away, so we'll see you in Birmingham. 
See you in Birmingham.